30 seconds and counting. Astronauts report it feels good. T-minus 25 seconds. 20 seconds and counting. T-minus 15 seconds. Guidance is internal. 12, 11, 10, 9. Ignition sequence start. 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 32 minutes past the hour. Liftoff on Apollo 11. The Prince Adam, the Prince, <laughs> the Prince Adam, or Prince, just call me Prince. That's my first name. Everybody, that's my first name. My first name is Prince. Uh, my daddy's name is Adam. So there, it's the origin story of that. I'm tired of people saying, what are you Prince of? I'm not Prince of anything. I'm uh, maybe Texas, arguably. Um, Prince of Texas. I'll claim that, self-proclaimed, which is a funny story behind that, but... My first name is Prince. So if you see me out in public, just say, hey, Prince, and I'll turn around and, you know, I'll acknowledge. Um, hello. How, how is everybody? I hope everyone's doing well. Like I said, um, if I'm starting podcasts off, I'm going to say who I'm grateful for. I am grateful for... Um, I am grateful for Vervixen, my wonderful girlfriend, killing it. I am grateful for um, the students at AAPW who honestly give me a, a lot of motivation to continue to just, you know, hang back. I'm grateful for healing up, taking this time off. I'm grateful for this time off, I guess. Um, I am grateful for my mom's health. Uh, we had a scare. This weekend, um, she had a pain in her chest. She had a pain in her chest, and she couldn't breathe. Um, in all seriousness, it was fucking scary. Um, apparently, if you have COVID, and they're seeing this with people that had COVID in the past, they start to get inflammation around their heart, and they can't explain why. They just know that it's like a side effect of COVID or some shit like that, and, um, 
I guess my mom's started, you know, to have that inflammation, and it sucked. It sucks to see your mom in the hospital and all this shit, you know, hooked up to her and getting all these tests, but, you know, she's tough. She's really tough, and um, she got out of it pretty okay, and she's doing okay now, so, you know, we just... I want to have them live healthier lifestyles, but you can't tell, you know, old school Mexicans how to live their life. They're just going to do it. So um, grateful for my mom's health and how she's in better shape. Um, I am grateful for. Um, I'm grateful for just today. And not today in particular, but just today. Uh, it's been a rough week. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I don't think I ever lied to you guys really, but um, I've been going through it again. <laughs> I feel like I go through it all the time, but uh, it's been a bender of a one. And I, I use that word very, very seriously because that's exactly what I did last weekend. I had a bender. Um, I, I don't mean to glorify it. I'm sure, I had fun, but I don't remember any of it. And I broke my hand. Thank God for her fixing. Um, when I woke up in the morning, I, uh, you know, made sure she was okay. She said she was okay. Um, I just I lose my head, and that's not an excuse. Like, that, I slip in the darkness, and that's still not an excuse. I need to man up. I need to claim responsibility of what I was doing. I had too much to drink. I took too many gimmicks. I just lost my mind. A lot of it has to do with a certain personal situation that I'm sure will come to light um, here in due time, but it's stressful, man. It's stressful to swing the axe, so to speak. And first of all, who the fuck am I to do it? Who the, who the fuck am I to judge anybody? But when it comes down to it, sometimes you just gotta cut ties with people, I guess. and very stressful it's very stressful and uh, you know I uh, can't believe I'm gonna say it but um, I tried to hurt myself and if it wasn't for vert fixing there is a very good possibility that I wouldn't be here right now. And that's hard to admit on a public forum, no less. But I believe talking about it, not sweeping under the rug, and almost owning it uh, could hopefully lead me down a path of figuring it out <laughs> or something of that matter. Um, I have signed up for BetterHelp and I'm planning my first um, my first session here soon. Um, I also am keeping a journal and I'm going to start writing in my journal a lot more and honestly I'm going to work on my communication with my significant other, Vert. I'm going to work on talking to her more when it comes to that kind of thing and being like I'm in a bad, really bad space. You know, I felt like I was doing that a little bit, but clearly not enough to where the red flags and the alarm hit, you know. Um, 
I feel like this time caught her off guard a lot. Nor is it her responsibility to really manage me, but I think it still would be easier on on her and, you know, easier on me to deal with. And um, that happened before my mom was in the hospital. And, um, man, I don't know. I, you know, I don't know other people's relationships with their parents or their moms or their dads, but, you know, I... Seeing that little woman cry because of how I'm treating myself is heartbreaking. And I never want to make her cry again. I, I have a lot of regret when I was growing up and a hellraiser. I don't, I'm not proud of any of that stuff. But man, I really wish if I can go back and redo it and get my head out of my ass and, you know, not hurt anybody, I would do it. I would do it, especially then, especially taking that pain away from them. I, uh, you know, I don't really talk to my old man about this kind of stuff, but you know, I did this time, um, and I feel like me and him got closer because of it. We've over these past few years, me and him have actually grown quite close. Um, I talk to him almost every day. Uh, something that I didn't do when I was a kid. I was scared. Not of him in particular, but of people in general. I uh, didn't know how to talk to anybody. I just felt like my role was to sit there and shut up. And I feel like that's all I was good for, so I did. Um, I never really got to know my parents as much as I liked to. They obviously would uh, nurture us and they would teach us things but like I wanted to know like their stories when they were growing up I wanted to or I want to know you know more about them what the, how they view the world so to speak you know we don't really talk about that stuff and I, I want to do it more especially now um, they're relatively young my dad's 52 and my mom's 50 no my dad's 51 I should say yeah 51 he was born in 1970 and my mom's 50 pretty young compared to most people's parents so I'm lucky to be in that position to have them for a few more decades uh, hopefully more than that but you know I don't want to waste time anymore and I don't want to waste time with the people I love uh, I'm not gonna lie to you guys it's I had that episode and um, I just felt like nobody cared. Nobody would care. It was very selfish of me. And quite honestly, and this is just me in particular, this doesn't mean for anybody um, that's going through the same thing I'm going through, but I, I'm a petulant child sometimes. I didn't think about how it would affect my parents. I didn't think about how it would affect my relationship with Fert. Um, and it's almost like God uh, lined up all these people in my life this week after the fact um, just being real honest and open with me and how I've affected their lives in a positive way I guess it's easy to think back and how I affected people in a negative way that's all that repeats in my head that's the only echoes that really go on um, but for whatever reason, these people took time out of their day to either message me, um, to either 
uh, pull me aside or if we're at class or you know up and about and tell me exactly how I make them feel and um, what I've done for them and how much it means to them and you know I'm really grateful for that because it's very morbid but you know after they would tell me that I would think damn I was almost not here for them to tell me that um Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm. You know what I'm saying. So, I don't mean to bring it down. I don't mean to be a hold a pity party. I'm just being honest. Uh, this is my truth, and I'm speaking it. And this is my podcast. So, um, one of those people, one of the people that reached out to me was Chris Cruz, my brother, Chris Cruz, man, um, a guy that I've grown immensely close to in this business and have nothing but love and respect for. Um, I'm going to get to his intro here in a second. Um, in other news, um, Vert Vixen, I am obviously her boyfriend, but I'm also her mentor, so to speak. Her, I don't want to say teacher in wrestling because, you know, we just talk about wrestling all the time and I help her out if she asks questions or whatever. Um had this match with this uh, very green girl. Her name's Lady Bird Monroe, who I, again, kind of in that same role, a mentor to. Um, I gotta tell you, uh, of course there's a lot of room for improvement. And trust me, Vert heard it all. <laughs> but um, I implore you, everybody in Texas to go watch that match. It's on official AAPW's um, stream on their YouTube. And really, um, it's a treat. It really is. Um, of course, like I said, in terms of a worker and as a teacher, there's a lot of things that can be improved upon. A lot of things, trust me. But it's been a long time since I've seen two women go in there and work that kind of style. And I don't mean to bury anybody when I say that. And, I, and of course, if there, I might be a little biased, you know, I'll, I'll admit that. But, um, man, you know, it, I, I, I very, I'm very appreciative of the fact that uh, women's wrestling, and, you know, I, I've said on other platforms, too, that I don't, I hate that term, women's wrestling, but um, it's, because I don't, that implies like a style, that implies like it's a separate kind of deal other than pro wrestling, Um, so that's where I get the kind of ick factor when I say it, but I say that to say it, it really is a joy to see that women's wrestling can be match of the fucking night. Um, when uh, two talent just um, have chemistry or on point on the same page and um, really fucking say, hey, we're here to do a fucking job and we're here to entertain people and we're going to do it and I don't give a flying fuck what the boys think in the back. And that's exactly what these two women did and I'm I'm very proud of them, very, very proud of Vert in particular, which this was really her first time uh, leading a match and I think she did a excellent excellent job in doing so um yeah man it's a treat um 
definitely go back and watch it, rewatch it if y'all can. Um, what else in other news? Oh, I appeared on Inspire Pro or Inspire AD uh, podcast. Yeah, what is it? Inspire AD. Yeah, that's just the podcast name, I think. Um, they, which again, plumb and plug that show. Just look up Spotify, I believe Apple Podcast or Steel Ring Post. Um, Pretty much anywhere I think you can find your podcast. Uh, you can find Inspire 80. And they chronicle the entire history of Inspire Pro here in Austin, Texas. And it's very fascinating. And I'm a big mark for Texas wrestling. So to hear all those stories and hear the history of this company, which I call home, um, I, I love it. So it was, it was very much an honor to sit down with Max Meehan, one of the owners and bookers of Inspire and to shoot the shit with him and talk about some of the shit that I find funny (laughs) wrong and my general bullshit opinion on pro wrestling here in Texas I I don't think I pulled any punches I definitely didn't pull any punches in the next part if I remember correctly Um, but you know like I say that to say go check out the episode if you have any qualms or quarrels or questions for me, my DMs are open. I just, I deleted social media because I'm just seeing a lot, I don't want to unfriend people, really, but I'm seeing a lot of um, behavior and tactics in business that I don't agree with. And a lot of that has to do with my ego. And like I said before, I can be a petulant child sometimes. And that's exactly what I'm being. So I need to I need to take the time to step away from that and fix myself. Um limiting my social media on my phone at least which I, you know, I'm hardly home anyway, so I can just check my stuff when I get home late at night <laughs> for 30 minutes before I have to go to bed. I think that would help me out a lot, um, and it has, you know, it has these past few days, uh, you know, I'm more aware, I'm more present, um, I'm not feeling those feelings, and it allows me to actually think shit through, and to circle back to Chris, Crucito, um, we talk about that kind of thing, we talk about some of the stuff that's been bothering me in this episode, and he really helped me a lot to see it through. Um, sometimes you just have to kill your ego and that's you know make no mistake about it that's exactly why I'm in the headspace where I'm at it's my ego I feel like I'm more important than what I am you know I'm nobody and above all pro wrestling and this business owes nobody jack shit it owes nobody anything um, so it's easy to fall into that headspace, right? Um, but at the same time, I'm going to reiterate, I am my own worker. My opinions are my own. They do not represent any of the companies that I work for and vice versa. I am trying to make a living, guys. It's hard right now because I'm on the shelf, but Trust me, when I'm when I'm back, I'm gonna give this 
everything I have and more, more so than what I did before. And I'm not coming for anybody's spots, but I'm going to tell you right now, I'm coming to be undeniable. And that's cliche to say, but there's no motherfuckers like me. <laughs> there isn't. Um, Chris Cruz. Man, I, um, yeah, I love my family, my blood family, so fucking much, like, you know, um, I don't know what, uh, I'm just really close to them, they're my best friends, um, and if anything were to happen to them, I'd be devastated, and yet I still believe in that old adage of, you can pick your family too, and there's a handful of people on that list that are on the same level as like my brothers to me you know um, it might not be reciprocated all the way for them but let me tell you right now Chris Cruz is one of those guys uh, I don't we don't we've never really hung out outside of a pro wrestling setting uh, that's gonna change very soon obviously but um Man, he's been there for me in my lowest points. He's been there for me in my highest points. And again, he was one of those guys uh, when I had that moment, that man, hell yeah, weekend where we're all sitting there shooting the shit in the locker room. And I looked at all of them. I looked at ASF and I looked at Cruz and I and I was like, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to grow old with this guy. Without a question, without a doubt. Um... And in all honesty, on a pro wrestling standpoint, man, this guy needs to be everywhere. He deserves it. Um, he works so fucking hard. And I know I just said pro wrestling doesn't owe anybody anything. Of course, of course it doesn't owe Cruz anything. But man, talk about a guy that worked through the fucking pandemic and still kept his head on straight and still kept his goals in line. And he's, he's trying to fucking reach him. That's bad respect, and he's getting better every fucking day. And it's one of those things that's like, oh, damn, like now I, I really got to kick it in the high gear. It's exciting. It's, a, it's exciting to see him grow into the, the cat that he's, you know, growing into. And, uh, yeah, I can talk all day about my love and admiration for that man. But, um, yeah. Well, guys, let's cut this short. Um... And for, you know, just to put a pin in it, I am okay. I am fine. I have, um, I guess, plans in order for once things get bad again. Because, like, make no mistake about it, this is a, a marathon, not a race. And it's going to get bad again. I'm going to be completely safe. Um, and I love you guys. So thank you for tuning in. Um, thank you. Chris Cruz for calling into Zoom and having this one-on-one -on -one time with me. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, friends beyond the binary, uh, everybody outside and in between that, please welcome Chris Cruz.
so like they called and I was like, hell yeah, I suck toes. Damn. Bro. And I was like, oh, sorry, gonna get yeah, we recording. Yeah, dog, we're recording already. Oh fuck! All right, my, my bad. bad dude, right. I didn't mean to do that to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Y'all heard it here first, folks. That's how. Hey. <laughs> that's how you get booked. That's Mom, mama ain't raised no quitter dog. What's up? You're right, shit. dog. Come on, man. <laughs> Chris Cruz, let me tell you, when Burns not experience is a grade A fucking toe sucker. So let me tell you, it's pretty, pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, man? Man, I am so excited to be on this. This is my uh, so I had a can of this other gimmick that I need to show you because it's tight. No shit, and then man. this is my second. My second can of Topo Chico hard seltzer, as the kids say. No shit. Awesome. Yeah. Hey, just uh, just because this is the first time recording this on Zoom on this gimmick. Is there a um, okay? Is there a button on your end that says record, or does it just say that recording's in process? It gave me a really sexy voice that said this Zoom is being recorded. Okay. Bet. 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 That was me. That was me. Uh, oh wait, no, no, no. There is a record. Do I need? Do I need to click record? There is actually a button at the very bottom. Ah, uh, is there anything that says like recording on your stuff, like whatever the fuck, or no? Yes, on the top left, there's a little red button that says recording, and it says it's recording. Yeah, it's like it's like flashing red. I assume it's like a camera. Okay, go ahead, hit that, um, hit that record button on your end. I just want to see what the fuck happens. This might fuck it up, but I want to see what's up. Please ask the host to give you permission to. Oh, it says it's asking you for permission to record. Maybe it's for like your records and stuff. That's I what I would think. Okay, because I don't. It doesn't say anything. Well, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, I don't see why like it will just record like my audio and not your audio. You know what I mean? Especially if I'm hosting. Yeah, yeah, because that wouldn't make sense. Okay, good. <laughs> I've done. Go ahead. Right. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I was trying to think. I was like, I think I'm trying to think the other mediums that I use. I think, I think it was Discord. I feel like I did Zoom on my very, very first one, and I'd never recorded like I or I didn't press anything. No shit. Okay. Pretty sure. Well, well dope, man. Um, to keep everything above board, I'm not recording in my home studio right now. Uh, I'm recording at uh America's Academy of Pro Wrestling. Uh, in like oh, their shit. fucking yeah, like their lobby area. I'm using their computer right now. Uh, I didn't ask for for, for, <laughs> for permission to do it, so I'm kind of just waiting to see if anybody walks in and be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" So, <laughs> uh, but I feel like, nah, man, you gotta ask for forgiveness, not permission. Right, right. I feel like I was gonna do it on my uh, my MacBook, my work MacBook that I have just with me because I don't have a laptop. Mm-hmm. Um, oh shit, okay. Yeah, because I, I work from home sometimes. I I can't really talk about what I do because I signed an NDA, but. Uh, I have a MacBook that I wanted to oh, do it shit. on, and I was like, "Wait, this is probably really bad." If like my boss like logs into my shit, he's like, "What the <laughs> fuck is he doing?" You know what I mean? <laughs> so, uh, so forgive uh, the background noise, forgive the ring bumps, forgive uh, Papa Don. No, I love it. Yelling it feels at it's awesome, man. Um, feels at home. So like, I, hey, I y'all always, running late then? Yeah, it's like uh, they're about to wrap it up here at ten o'clock, I think. But they they run oh, okay. later, and I have, uh, you know, I have special permission to run till like ten thirty. So we got time. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah, for sure, man. So how are you feeling? You doing all right? 
I am doing real good, actually. Yeah, man, I feel great. How are you doing? Better question. You showed me we had a, a little talk earlier, and I saw. Oh man. Your, uh, well, I don't know if you want to talk about it, but I saw no, I saw um, I saw what you were working with right now. Yeah. No. Let's let's go ahead and talk about it. And I, and I wanted to save it for the podcast, not because I feel like it's it's a good uh, like content, so to speak, but uh, there's that. But I just. Um, <laughs> First of all, I I've, I wanted to have you on uh, my podcast for a minute now, man, and it just gets gets down to me like scheduling time and you know trying to get. I, I like yeah, to do this sure. in person, you know what I mean? Uh, it's more intimate, I feel. But um, for I sure, just, well, that's what I was that's what I was uh, uh, hoping because I figured we were also going to get really wasted too at the same time. Oh, for sure. <laughs> um, well, you know, <laughs> that's what I had my fingers crossed. Um, well, I'm hoping whatever. That, this will um, be later podcast. Yeah, exactly. This this isn't going to be the only time we're going to be on the show. And uh, I feel like when uh, (laughs) When Lucha Brutal um, comes back, I I know for a fact the setup and my producer is going to be there and we're going to fucking record some shit too. So, you know, but um, like I said, you checked up on me. um, See if I was doing all right. Um, Go ahead and get into why, though. Yeah, okay. Go ahead. So, yeah, well, actually, I, to, to do that, I actually got to backtrack a little bit. So last, uh, not even last weekend, two weekends ago, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. uh, it, was, it was my birthday, right? So I listened. I think I, and I told you, I think before, when I was traveling, I listened to your podcast all the time because, A, you're my friend, and, B, <laughs> Thanks, I actually man. like y'all talking. And so when I was traveling, I was flying from Corpus to Dallas for Smash Mouth and then flying back because we were spending the weekend there uh, for my birthday. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to it. And I was like, man, dude, I was like, it's awesome. But I was like, the intro, like the intro solo monologues that you got. Yeah. Like, and like Adam, Adam seems like in a down place. That's why I was like, I kept hitting you up like every couple of days. And I was yeah. like, when we were talking about this, I was like, oh shit. And so we were talking at a, at work. And so when we had video call, just cause I was like, I've tried to multitask, do it. Talk yeah, to like sure. my wife and my mom all the time as well. Cause fucking mm-hmm. that's not relevant what i do for job work anymore but right uh yeah i mean you the homeboy like adam's like oh yeah he's, he's doing good and he lifts his arm i guess explain it to the thousands of viewers that are not watching this yeah, <laughs> he yeah, lifts his yeah. Arm, the camera view and it's all casted up and i was like adam what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah man i just uh i slipped into darkness a little bit brother like i um i, I see that yeah i just uh I gotta be honest with you and I can be honest with you uh, because, you know, for one thing, you, you have nothing but I have nothing but mad respect for you and love for you, man. And uh, I just always felt this kindred spirit with you. So I feel like I can talk to you about these things. But uh, agree. Yeah, I just uh, man, I uh, fell off the wagon in a hard, hard way. You know what I mean? Like, I, I hate using that term, really, because I'm not I've never really been exactly, quote unquote, sober you know, mm-hmm. but there, there have been moments in my life to where I binge a lot of things, albeit food or drugs or alcohol, sometimes all within the same, you know, weekend, you know, and, Jeez. um, it, it just so happened that this weekend was one of them, man. Like I blacked out, um, and like, I hurt myself, you know, like, I don't know what the fuck mm-hmm. happened. Uh, I woke up with a broken hand, you know? And I immediately, I, uh, 
you know, I asked uh, Vert, my girlfriend, because she we lived together, and I was like, did I hurt you in any kind of way? She said no. So there's, uh, you know, that's good to know, but like I wasn't, a, yeah, yeah. You know, I wasn't good to myself, and I haven't been, dude. And the, and you know, that's something I've been, um, you know, going internal. You know, I've been trying to ask myself why, why have I not been good? Like I have a pretty decent podcast that people love like you know thank you so much for putting it over um dude i fucking love it man i appreciate it man and people you know hit me up all the time about it and when i want to quit it they're like no you can't fucking quit it's too good right they enjoy it too much you know (laughs) um i feel like my wrestling career is pretty okay you know like i'm finally getting the spots that i want to get um, and not mm-hmm. for nothing, like people like you, uh, show me love and admiration and respect. And that means a lot to me, but at the same time, I just don't know why it's not enough. You know what I mean? And, uh, mm-hmm. it's just, I'm, I'm always thinking I'm a big old piece of pile of shit, you know? And, uh, I slip away sometimes, bro. And, uh, it sucks. And I gotta be honest with you. I feel like I'm being left behind a lot, you know, cause of injuries or, me not kissing the right ass or like not being buddy buddy with certain people and i feel like i'm just it's all for nothing you know and it affects me in that kind of way i can i mean i definitely i can definitely see what you mean like uh being being on that where it's like you're not uh where you feel like a lot of people around you who you feel like are on similar levels getting like oh, excuse me I got burp. go ahead go ahead getting like the maybe a maybe like a better opportunity or more opportunities more shine like whatever you want to call it but like man it's hard to like it's harder than it's not hard because you always have to think about like you're never competing with anybody else you're always competing with yourself you know if that makes any sense yeah exactly and it's like at least from my experience when i remember when i tore my mcl uh i was fucking pissed but like it wasn't uh it sucked, but it's also like the way what helped me get through it. And I don't know, I hope, which also leads me to bunny trail. My mind works in a lot of really fucking weird ways. I tell my wife all the time. It's like, I think of one thing and it reminds me of a memory that reminds me of a memory. I'm the, I'm the same way, really. I'm the same way. So it's totally fun. But, I totally understand. Well, see, that's funny. That's, funny. <laughs> that's funny that you say that because I got a fucking, so I'm walking down this path as I'm explaining this and I see a, another way that I'm going to double back to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's almost like that forced rest is really like good for you like i know it, it's it's a weird thing saying it especially in wrestling but like forcing that rest to like look at it and evaluate and see what you've done and see what you want to do kind of reorganize yourself almost like a like a safe restart i feel yeah. like yeah yeah is what sure. the way mindset that helped me with it so i was like oh okay badass and then at the school that i was training at at the time uh not gonna name them but the school I was training at the time <laughs> yeah. uh, helped a little bit as well because they were like, hey, we're not – since you can't actively do it. I still went to training even though I was on, like, the crutch gimmick and the and the knee, like, brace. I was like, maybe you can try to agent – or rather, they were like, you can maybe try to, like, agent matches, like the student matches that we have. And I was like, all right, it's something. It's like there's just something else, like a different avenue of wrestling that, like, helps. I don't know if that's – something for you as well and oh yeah uh, that definitely makes sense man and that helps (laughs) you know it's like you're you're still involved in something you know and so it's like but either way that self that like forced rest helps immensely more than you think i mean i know it's not gonna 
it's hard because it definitely took me a while as well to fucking get right. through it. But How long were you it, uh, on the shelf definitely. for? So I was on the shelf when I tore my MCO. I was at an Evolve tryout. And so immediately uh, when I got hurt, I was like, oh, this is going to be pretty bad. I landed and went to the physical therapist like the next day. Uh, and he was like, he was asking me about it, checked it out. And I was like, uh, yeah, you're probably going to be out for like a month or two. And I was like, all right, cool. And then along with that, I had a cyst uh, that was kind of like on my lower tailbone area, kind of like my right butt cheek. Oh, shit. And I needed it to get, uh, yeah. So it was, it's funny. So it's like something I've had like for the majority of my life. Right. And I would feel it uh, uh, wrestling when we would roll or do, uh, you know, those kind of side ab gimmicks when you're yeah, laying on the bench yeah. and like bring your knees in. I would feel it then because it's like a pressure. It's like a ball you have on the side. And when I went to the uh, doctor a couple of times, he's like, man, we can cut it out. It's like, but it's going to be like a pain in the ass for rehab. And it's like, it's, it's just not worth it unless it's like going to be life changing for you. I was like, all right, cool. And so I tore my MCL and the doctor was like, yeah, man, two, three months, you're going to be gone. I was like, oh shit, might as well get the surgery now too. <laughs> Cause I'm yeah. not going to be fucking working. So I got that. So that put me out for another like two months along with that. Jeez, but that's really? what I'm like saying. Yeah. Right. Four or five months. Wow. But that's what I'm saying, like that forced rest, because I wasn't even nursing either, because I literally, they would not clear me to uh, work at the hospital right. um, because of the crutch. They're like, no, we can't, like, if you get hurt, whatever. And it's, it's fucking stupid the way everything works. Like, oh, no, we don't want to get sued. I was like, I'm not going to fucking sue anybody. Right. But and I feel like uh, for the listeners that don't know, and I feel like the majority are Texas uh, wrestling marks, uh, Chris Cruz is a shoot <laughs> nurse. <laughs> Like he is a fucking nurse in the daytime, <laughs> you know what I mean? Or nighttime, what he used to be, right? The fresh out the night <laughs> shift and shit. Fresh out the night so, shift. Yeah, that's crazy. They won't even let you do anything because too much of a liability, huh? Yeah, for sure. And which, I mean, makes perfect sense, right? You're picking up patients, you're picking up people off of stretchers, moving them like they, they can't have that. So I was out of work for like a month as well. Oh, I say out of work. I, I just wasn't going to work for about a yeah. month. Damn. I'm very blessed to be able to have a wife who works as well. And then very blessed to have, uh, you know, the healthcare that I have that a lot of people unfortunately don't. Right. So I wasn't doing nursing. I wasn't wrestling. It was like that first month, legit the first month when I, so I, I saw the physical therapist and then I saw him a month later after the MRI and after I was doing a little bit of a rehab and he had asked me, which also, I mean, definitely can't compare stories as well but he had asked me he's like whoa what are you taking for pain tunnel ibuprofen mm. <laughs> and i legit straight up looking around i was like i just been drinking every day is what i've been doing <laughs> yeah which is not good i don't fucking not condone good. anyone yeah. listening to yeah. ever do that ever. right but i uh used to if we're diving of diving diving down into uh some dark history when i first started working in the emergency room i i used to drink heavily 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 no which shit. is something I never thought I would. Yeah, like it was like every probably every morning was after the night shift because like, there was a uh, wind down or like you were just seeing some fucked up shit that you were like, "Fuck, I need to chill out." <sighs> both, man, both. To wow. be completely honest, it was. It was. I would. There's been. There was multiple times that my wife picked me up uh, when uh, coworkers of mine and myself were hammered drunk at noon. Right. So we got off 7 a.m. There's a bar just down the road from the hospital that we would mm. go right after a night shift. And sometimes we would just stay there until noon, one. So essentially midnight, 1 a.m. Right. Right. The equivalent uh, that she would pick me up. 
there's times that I le- legit would like throw up before work because like of how heavily I had drank the Damn. morning before. Right. Like it was bad. Dude. It was really right. bad. So it's uh so when I got hurt, I was just like, which I mean, it's like you got video games, <laughs> right? Yeah, you got video vices. Games, you got mm. porn. You got <laughs> other yeah. alcohol. Like right. you can only literally you literally can only do something especially myself i get bored so quickly yeah for sure like you can literally only do something for so long yeah and then you know you move on to something next well so, i'll tell you that adult ad is a motherfucker brother you know like <laughs> bro yeah like i i heavily relate to it and i you know not to get into personal business but like i i know like for myself i'm not on any kind of medication for any of that stuff so it's like fuck what do we do you know so it's easy to go to the bottle it's easy to go to gimmicks it's easy to do all that stuff it is self-medicate you know but um also it's mm-hmm. like a, it's a generational you know we're latino men you know like we're yeah or, or latinx I don't, I don't know the pc term now but you know like we are <laughs> <laughs> you know of hispanic descent and it is like a generational curse almost right like yeah uh, it's like yeah. I don't I don't know if your family uh were so were quick to the drink, but like I know my family was and we would have parties like every weekend and that's just how I grew up, you know. So like mm-hmm. it, it was just an easy choice. It was an easy choice to be like, Oh, I'm not feeling so good. So let me go pour myself a drink, you know what I mean? Like it's just Yeah. Whatever. You know what's funny? Uh you say it so like my uh and I don't know, I'll probably maybe, maybe not catch heat with my brother for saying it but like so our grand our paternal grandfather uh was a raging alcoholic yeah and so my father grew up very he sacrificed a lot for us uh Mm -hmm. he grew up very quickly so like at the age of 15 16 he uh got a job supported his then family right his mother his younger brother younger sister uh because our grandfather at that time just like stopped working just Mm -hmm. drinking stopped working and so growing up my brother and I, we never saw our parents drink unless maybe New Year's for a champagne and then neither one liked it. Like maybe if that. So I legit shoot did not have my first alcoholic drink until I was 21. Damn. Damn, that's yeah, uh, legit, that crazy. Yeah. I had mine when I was like 12, oh, yeah? <laughs> you know, like it's just, you know, <laughs> but I really yeah, know, which is common, right? I think. Yeah, it really is. But I relate heavy to that. I relate heavy to uh, your grandfather being that way because my grandfather, my dad's dad was like that. Um, like he would have them work and they grew up in West Texas. Right. So they would have them work in the cotton fields all fucking week during the summer, mm. uh, get paid every Friday. And he would he would take their fucking paycheck, give them a dollar and he would just go get drunk at a bar, you know, like um and then my dad, obviously, he's a fucking no-nonsense Mexicano, right? So, like, he fucking put a machismo, and he would, you know, work all fucking week, like, 80 hours a week, and then get drunk, and then, you know, not that he was ever abusive to us, but, you know, like I said, it's just how we grew up, you know? Yeah. And, uh, well, no, it's the same thing. Like, my father was, not, yeah. uh, my father never drank, but he he was dove into that same thing of, like, workaholic. My father, my our entire lives to provide for us. My brother and I never went hungry. We never went cold. My brother, right. my father was always working two jobs at a time. Like right. it's only until we were adults that my father finally got one job. And that was like by force because one of the places closed. Right. And that's a weird uh, situation too. Cause like you, you recognize, or at least you want to recognize um, that he's providing. Right. And he's just, he's doing this because mm-hmm. he loves us. Uh, but at the same time, yeah. uh, when we're older 
and we do have time and we start to understand it more, it's almost like at a cost because you look across uh, the table when you're spending time with them and you realize, fuck, I don't really know you all that much. You know what I mean? Do you oh, have do you have man, that you moment? Oh, man you just fucking hit my heart exactly <laughs> yeah no I, I wonder if no that, i do i yeah, wonder no. if that's a common thing because it's like fuck i i want to know you more like i because i don't know you all that well like i want to know about your childhood i want to know what your fucking favorite color is man you know what i mean like they're providing and they love us but at the same time at what cost yeah yeah it's it's fucking rough man it's definitely fucking rough right. i always uh uh, I always tell my wife, I was like, man, because when she ever, she asked me about my parents and growing up and I'm like, like, it's not like, obviously everybody has drama in their family. Everybody has whatever kind of problems. So I was like, but like my, my instant, if somebody asked me like randomly off the street, like, oh yeah, tell me a memory, you know, growing up. And it's like, or if they tell me, give me a memory of your father growing up. And then it's like, I remember my father working a lot. I remember him being you know angry a lot because he's tired, you know, it's just yeah. like, that's the first memory and not that I didn't I had a great childhood and my father loves me still to this day and right. provided everything and I ha- I do have happy memories but the initial first thought is that is you know going to bed before he gets home because he's working so much you know like right. it's rough man being quiet or like you know what I mean just that, that little yeah. shit man it, it's it comes from that middle class background it's like the middle class demon nobody really likes to talk about it's just like you know, we're all just out here fucking trying to survive. And, you know, hey, man, that that fucking means a lot to me that you said that. Like, seriously, um, it brings me closer to you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, but that segues into, like, how we view our wrestling career, right? Because, like I said, I've always respected the fuck out of you, man. I think the first time, I, like, I met you, met you, like, legit, was a GCWA show. I don't know if you remember this, but it was... GCWA, I worked the pre-show with Mark, Joe, and me. So it was a triple threat. We were supposed mm-hmm. to work you and your brother. Oh, shit. Yeah. And then um, I guess uh, Jeff just changed that. and was like, no, fuck these guys. They're going to put on the pre-show. And then, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we just did the pre-show. But that's the first time I fucking met you. And then um, the first time I, I really... Uh, you know what? And then I think I met you at MPX one time before that. You worked Izzy James and uh, Zach Taylor in a triple threat. I did. I, I remember that match. Yeah, I did remember a sliding prostate. Yeah. yeah, I do remember that. I remember that. Shit, <laughs> I did a prostate. Man. I was like, what? Prostate check. Yeah, and you just fucking <laughs> the finger in their ass. <laughs> fucking sure did. Right. Yeah, but I, 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 felt, I felt like the, the first time that me and you really got close, though, was we worked a loop together. And we didn't really realize that we worked this loop together until like the last day which was i uh, think so you remember that yeah yeah it was like lucha brutal thursday and then friday was heavy metal and then saturday sabotage and then we went to dallas (laughs) like that sunday yeah yeah you know what i mean well see i thought i thought you were gonna mention sore because that one time that you and i worked each other that was it that was it that was so that was that that, was that that weekend yeah because i was like was that the same are you sure that was a loop weekend, dude. That was like, cause I saw you like oh. that whole fucking weekend. You know what I mean? Was that the same time we did the the, uh, the zero one tryout? No, that was weeks later. I think that was a few weeks later. Later? Yeah, I yeah, think I it was like two. Or, that was two or three weeks later. 
Yeah, I don't know why I'm like, you know, not to offend anybody, but like I get autistic when it comes to like memory and like meeting people and shit like that. But, you know, like I just, it's just one of my weird quirks. <laughs> but um, no, yeah, it was that. Well, I was like, fuck. Okay. I seen you this whole fucking week. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. Man, how are you, man? Yeah, man, I feel like, uh, yeah, I've always had this kindred fucking spirit to you. Whether, you know, whenever I see you're on the card, I'm always like, oh, it's going to be an easy night. Like, I know I can go there and laugh, you know? No, I agree. Man, it was like uh, I was uh, saying, uh, I was about to say, I was about to apologize for bringing up my wife too much. I don't. I don't apologize. <laughs> I love her. Uh, <laughs> fuck anybody who those things otherwise. Any right. gay. So I was I was telling her about the first, maybe the first or second heavy metal show that they were doing with the mall, where it was just like, you know, like the limited fans and stuff. And I was like, oh yeah, I got to see Adam. And we fucking laughed our ass off the entire fucking Yeah, we did. We were in the yeah. locker room together. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's oh, what I'm just, saying. Like, it's like, fuck, I can come here and cut loose. So I don't good. have to worry about, you know, staying away from certain people because I know I'm going to get pissed off if I talk to them. Like, I could just always go to you. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, agreed. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man, but like to go back to our initial uh, conversation, man. Like I said, like I and I don't know where where you're comfortable with talking about certain things or not. So you you totally don't have to talk about certain things. Um, but I gotta tell you, man, I am I deal a lot with getting overlooked. I feel like, and I don't think that's an egotistical thing to say. I think it's just facts, you know, like. Um, I think my pedigree and my work speaks for itself and it's not horrible. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but at the same time, if that were the case, um, maybe I should be more like prominent than what I am. And I feel like you can relate to that same thing. Am I overstepping my bounds? Man, no, <laughs> you know, you and I ain't got no boundaries, dog. What's up? Right, right. So, <laughs> no, man, so, like, so, I like, I feel your extent. I know what you feel like, for sure. Right. But it's, like, what we came back to, and I think we, we were texting, I don't think we were talking, I think we were texting at the time either, earlier today or earlier this week. But it's, like, no matter how, uh, how it comes across, right, it's, like, I feel like it's hard, maybe. Maybe that's what I'm looking for. Maybe it's, yeah. like, it's hard to, like, break the mold when it's, like, the same the same promotions booking the same people booking the same matches right right so it's like and i you know I'm, all these I'm different not, places i'm not trying to like uh sound bitter or anything of course like i honestly i'm asking you because i'm looking for advice you know like because i i don't want to be that like fucking dude that's like oh is it fucking whatever you know what i mean like I, this is really my first time <laughs> dealing with that and like now that i'm on the shelf it's it's more prevalent than ever before because it's like, yeah. I can't do shit. Yeah. You know? So like, yeah, I'm very just interested in mm -hmm. like how you view it. And have you ever felt the same way? I've definitely felt, I feel like I always feel the same. I feel like any person in this, in wrestling who has a healthy mindset of themselves. Cause I think like to an extent you should think that, you're the best, right? You should think that you are going to be the top and you should prove to everyone else why you should be the top, right? Like mm -hmm. you should always go in with that mindset regardless of what the card is, anything. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's hard. Um, it's hard when you see the same kind of shows 
booking the same people and booking the same matches is what I'm saying. Like, right. Not to anybody in Texas in particular, but like you see a lot of, actually I had this conversation with a, a road just a little while ago. Oh, it's like, why would one, one of the same reasons that like he, when he first started Lucha Brutal, when he was telling me, he's like, well, try it. And if like people in more or less what he was saying is like, if people say like, oh yeah, it's just like uh, this show and show, you know, place or this so-and-so place. And he's like, well, then I'm not going to run. Cause it's like, if the, that product is already pretty being provided, then like, why would I add to the same thing? You know? That makes sense. Yeah. And so I think maybe, so I think maybe lately it's just a lot of places just are, uh, you know, booking the same thing. Cause that's what's more or less words of like Zoolander. That's just what's hot right now, you know? <laughs> and it, and it's yeah. not to a negative of any of the people being booked. It's like the, everyone being booked. I think, there's probably a few people maybe that come immediately to mind who I'm like, oh, why the fuck are you booking that? Like, that makes no sense. Right. But like, for the most part, I think a lot of people are fucking killing it. And I think a lot of people deserve to be where they're at, you know? Uh, yo, yeah, the most definitely. You know? I mean, like, for sure. There's, there's people just, on this scene that like, that are getting, they're just dudes, I feel like. And they've been killing it for fucking years, you know? So like, yeah, yeah. I, I totally get that. Um, and, you know, I'm really happy for them, too, you know, but there's still that inherent competition, you know, that's in me, you know, it's a, like it's a fucking mm -hmm. it's a fucking hunger, you know, and it's like. Fuck. And I see I don't see I don't see that as a negativity. I think that's how it should be. I think that's how everybody should be, man. I think everybody should be thinking that like, man, Word. I should be in that spot. Let me make this match prove why I should be in that spot, you know. Word. OK. Yeah, like I just, you know, that my mind is so fucked up that I immediately jump to the negative. So like when I, when I, when I've, I've been feeling that feeling lately and it's, it's just different from how I normally would come at things. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Yeah. So like when I see people that are, uh, you know, I, I, you know, I, I'm just going to fucking say it. Like when I see people that haven't been around and they're going to fucking represent Texas wrestling in some mm -hmm. fucking show. It, it bugs me. You know what I mean? It bugs me just a little bit. Cause it's like, where the fuck have you been? Uh, and you know, you're not really a representation of us, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and not that I'm speaking for all the Texas wrestling. I, I just, I feel like it's facts. You know what I mean? I feel like it's, what it is um so there but at the same time i recognize that hey man they got that spot for a reason you know yeah. um and whatever that reason is more power to them i can't i can't be mad at that but you can see where like i'm kind of taking a step back and being like yo what the fuck am i feeling you know like why am i yeah no no no. I, I no i i definitely see and like i'm saying like i don't think you're in the wrong and thinking that way i think by date like like I said again, like I think by default everybody should think that way. Everybody should think like, man, I should be the top in whatever this company. I should be on this flyer, right. you know? Because uh, right. I think if you don't have that mindset of like, you know, you want to be better, mm -hmm. or you want to, I think you know what? <sighs> Fuck, I think it was Izzy James who had said it before. Because mm. I remember uh, out, my brother and I were booked in some. Yeah, shout out Izzy James, fucking cool shit. Love you, dude. Yeah. Uh, my brother and I were booked. I can't even. Remember, I couldn't even tell you where. I, I don't. It was somewhere. Some random show with some random people, 
and we were going under and I was like, that makes no sense. I was like, this other people isn't even a tag team. Like that makes no sense at all. Whatever. Right. And I was getting pissy all up and having an ego trip. Right. And my brother was like, Hey man, a shut the fuck up. Quit being a bitch. <laughs> Cause that's how my brother is. <laughs> yeah. And, and he was like, Hey, that, and then one, like think about how uh, Izzy James does it. Cause Izzy had worked a show with us up in Lubbock, Texas. Mm-hmm. And one of the shows, uh, square circle pro. And he was wrestling again, just like some other doing all the stuff that Izzy James has already accomplished at that time, even in that year, a few years back. Uh, he was like, it doesn't matter who, and it was like an off comment too. Like, I don't even know if he would remember this, but he had said more or less, he was like, man, it doesn't matter who my opponent is. I'm going to make this the match of the night because that's how good I am. And that's how I'm going to be, you know? Right. Um, and it was such a random thing. And that's, and I remember when my brother had brought it up, I remembered it vaguely, but it's just crazy to me. That it was just like, that mindset that Izzy has is like what we should all have regardless, yeah. like not speaking ill of anybody, any booking, whatever. It's like every time you go into the match, it should be like, all right, man, I'm going to make this, I'm going to do whatever I can to make this match of the night for sure. You know? Hell yeah. No, exactly. Right. Um, and, it, and to be honest with you, I, I definitely try to have that as much as possible too. And that's good. Be, I mean, it's good, but then also to the, like almost the detriment of the card. Like I've been, I've been uh, popping Joe DeMero recently because I'm like, hey, man, call me card killer because I killed the card after my match, dog. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, like turn out. Die, right. die, clean your story. Die. Right, right. <laughs> I'm fucking up. Card killers. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, uh, you know, exactly right, man. It doesn't I matter don't. who it is. It's just you know, we want to have the best match. We want to put the best work out there uh and exactly and eventually that speaks for itself you know and then eventually those doors open up even if it's not right now it's not a no forever it's a no for right now you know yeah exactly yeah you're exactly right you know and i just have to remind myself of that a lot um but i uh i wanted to ask you because you um i guess someone's birth can you hear that I can hear voices that I can't, I can't hear. With oh, okay, they're singing they're happy birthday to somebody. About- I don't know, but, you know. Oh, okay. Something about suck my dick or, like, something. Some kind oh, of. Oh, shit. I, I, see, I thought, I, thought they were, I thought they were saying, hey, Adam, let's see that big-ass cock. And I hey, 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 baby. Hold on now. <laughs> it's a kayfabe. It's a, it's a working <laughs> cock. It's a working cock. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. It's, it's a working bill and height? Yeah, yeah, it's a work. <laughs> it's all a work. <laughs> But I was going to ask you, man, um, fuck, what the fuck was I going to ask you? <laughs> okay, <laughs> I forgot. Riveting. Bunny trail, uh, dog. Bunny yeah, trail. Riveting podcast here. Um, well, brother, like, I, uh, well, first of all, and I always ask people this, uh, or at least try to allude to this on the podcast, as you may know. But, man, you, you had a fun, you have a great shoot job. You have a beautiful wife. You, you have it all figured out, man. Like, you're living that dream why wrestling <laughs> why the fuck would you do this <laughs> uh, man i that's fucking hilarious you say that so at uh so when i uh, when i went to the dojo last year and that was the shit that all the other guys in the dojo would give me for whenever we were doing something and for whatever, whatever like drill it was or whatever and i just for whatever reason definitely not every day definitely not often but for whatever reason if i exceeded at that drill 
<laughs> that was always a joke. They're like, man, fuck you, Cruz. Like, you don't know, what the fuck are you here? Like, you're married and you have a job. The fuck, the fuck out of here. Right. <laughs> that was always the fucking word that they would give at me. Man, I wish in the deepest parts of my mind, I wish I could give you an answer. Wrestling is like this weird, and I think I read it in Roddy Piper's book. I think is where, where I saw it from. If not, it was somebody other's book that I read. But it's like wrestling is just this weird, like, disease. It's like something that I crave, like the lights, like the show, the crowd, being on a card, being on a flyer, signing autographs, photos. Like, I love every single part of it. I love grinding for it. I tell my wife all the time, I was like, man, if it wasn't for wrestling, I would just fucking drink beer and eat pizza all day. Like, the only reason I hit the gym is for wrestling. <laughs> like, if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't. And it's just this crazy desire to accomplish something that I feel like, and you know what, like getting real, real with you. Like, I feel like crazy circumstances happen, right? I get signed. I'm on TV. I'm wrestling. I'm providing for my family with something that I love doing. Like I, even then I would feel like I would want more in wrestling. If that makes any sense. That does, man. That really does make a lot of fucking sense. It's almost like, it's like an instinctual thing. You know, it's like, we don't know why we're here we don't know we like we just woke into existence one day we don't remember you know coming out of a fucking vagina to fucking (laughs) start our life we just remember our earliest memories right um and i really think that it's it's instinctual i think you were born to do this i think you were fucking made and at least in this lifetime to be a pro wrestler you know no matter what um what life threw at you you were always going to be that you know is that too crazy that means a lot no man that that means a lot that actually means a lot to me coming from you man that actually means a lot i mean i you know i i fucking tell you all the time i remember i got fucking blasted drunk and i saw you and erica torres work like 30 minutes and (laughs) it was fucking wild dude and y'all killed it y'all killed it y'all fucking i think i was standing next to thunder rosa and i was like dude these guys are fucking killing it. She's like, I know they're fucking doing the fucking thing, right? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> you know? Spot on impression. <laughs> <laughs> but I legit, man, like when I when I see somebody get it and just understand it and have that passion flow through them in their work, it it man, I fucking, that's what I mark out for, dude. Like, that's what I fucking love. And that's why, like, my favorite wrestler is Ricky Starks, you know what I mean? And I feel like you and him are cut from the same cloth when it comes to that kind of kind of working your passion into what you're doing in the ring. And it shows, bro. Like, it really does. And yeah, I love it. I love it. I, uh, I really appreciate it. And I'm grateful that you're here doing the thing, you know? Ah, man, I'm gonna kiss you so hard next time I see you. Fuck yeah, dude. Nothing <laughs> yeah. but love for the boys <laughs> on this podcast. Love, uh uh-uh, uh, never let the boys go home horny. Well, that's a, okay, so we know uh, Carlos, no. right? We know Carlos. <laughs> Shout out, Carlos. Yeah, yeah, Carlos. Fucking Oak Cliff crew. Hell baby. yeah, he got me some hell yeah, dope dude, ass dude, pops in his Fuck yeah. He's dude. always like, is it gonna be a suck fest on your fucking podcast this, this week? <laughs> and you know, it's fun. It's because like I'm always appreciative of anybody that comes on this fucking show, right? But like I in terms of the pandemic and everything that happened in 2020 and then my own mental fuck up fucked upness, like I have to tell people what they mean to me. 
because I don't know how long I have, you know, and I don't know how long you have. I don't know how long anybody has. The earth might fucking just swallow itself one day. I don't know. So, like, why am I going to yeah. go around and just pussyfoot around it? No, I'm going to tell you exactly what you mean to me every time I get a fucking chance to see it. See you or, like, get Man. a chance to talk to you, you know? No, I fucking respect. I wish more people were like that. I say the same thing. So the fact that I've not been fired is fucking a miracle to me. <laughs> uh, I was having this conversation with my mother. No, straight up, like straight up, because I fucking uh, I mean what I say and I say what I mean, and it always blows my mind when it's like people who like don't, you know, for whatever reason. But that yeah. same mindset is like I have is like fuck, just because, and it might just be just because of the shit that I've seen. And I was like, man, you fucking. I could walk outside right now, you know, walk on my dog and fucking, I don't know, get stabbed, gunned down, run over, something, you know? Word. It's like you yeah. should always fucking tell people, you know, what you mean. You should always tell people what they're worth in your eyes. Like, always. Like, I'm always so excited. Whenever I see, like, you or Joe, Nathan, people at, like, a locker room, I'm like, oh, fuck, yeah, I'm, like, so happy. And it fucking, like, exemplifies. I don't even know if that's a fucking word. No, exemplifies right. through me. And, like, I come home and, like, my wife sees it. She's like, oh, you saw your friends. Like, just because it's, like, I'm glowing from, like, how happy I am right. to, like, see you guys. And then see you guys. And the same way you were explaining earlier, see you guys do what y'all love to do. Like, it's it's just, like, an amazing environment. And I'm grateful to have the opportunity to be able to do that, you know? Hell yeah, man. Fuck yeah. And I, I relate heavy to that shit for sure. Um, but, hey, man, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up here. I really appreciate you taking the time to do this, like I said. And, yeah, I really appreciate you, uh, you know, fucking taking the time to talk to me, man. Like, it means a lot. I've got to be honest with you. It's been a heavy, always heavy fucking week, um, just personally. You know what I mean? Like, um, like I said, I'm figuring it out. <laughs> I uh, don't want to stress out my mama anymore. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I'm getting help. Please don't. Please yeah, don't. yeah, I'm getting help. Uh, I'm working towards things to be better and to just stay Good. fucking up and positive during this time, you know, and, uh, your big, uh, reason for that. So I, I really appreciate that, man. I love you, dude. Well, thank you, man. I love you too, man. Like awesome. I said, we, we, uh, or I, I sent you my, uh, I sent you my phone's always open to you, man. Like always. Thanks man. For sure. Uh, just go ahead and plug, uh, some of your stuff, man. Where can the people find you? Oh, Pornhub page 69. Uh, <laughs> shoot, though, I am on there. If you find me, take a screenshot and send it. It's okay. I'm on uh, there. I'm on there, too. So, uh, Yeah, so everything should be Chris Cruz 1031. Uh, should be my same Twitter handle, Facebook, Chris Cruz. Uh, I do have a TikTok, but really, I just scroll a bunch of dog videos on it. I don't do a whole, whole lot on it. <laughs> There's not a whole lot I do on that. There's a lot of dog videos on there. Oh, uh, but that, and then, uh, yeah, Pro Wrestling Tees, Latin male nurse, Chris Kiwi Cruz. Fuck yeah, man. Y'all go support the boy. Um, where uh, Where's your next shows at? The next one coming up, I got some uh, I got some extra talented work I'm doing. And then after that will be Pele Pro. Fuck yeah. Pele Pro on the 24th, man. Awesome. And then we're obviously going to see you at Lucha Bertel in September. Of course. Yeah, dude. Awesome. I'm not missing any Lucha Bertel. Fuck yeah, dude. Well, hell yeah. Y'all go follow the boy. Go check him out. Uh, you mentioned Smash Mouth uh, Wrestling uh, yes. earlier. Brother, can I get in the car load? Can I go down there and see what's up? 
I don't think Randy yeah. likes me, but I think he kind of does. <laughs> so, but I, I would love just to go see the show. Hell yeah. Yeah, dude, next time, man, I'll let you know. Ride with Please, us. Always. Yeah, let me know because I definitely want to go down there. Maybe we can – Fuck, we didn't even give that story. We'll, we'll have another Waffle House on the next podcast. We'll oh, hell yeah. House. We're going to the fucking Waffle House stories. We'll yeah. tell the Waffle House story. <laughs> hell yeah. Well, it's like all my friends are booked on fucking Smash Mouth. I want to fucking see you guys do that shit. And I, I see the crowd. It's fucking dope. So, hell yeah. Look at, hot. look at me try to suck Chris Cruz's cock for a booking, y'all. This is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, hey, man. I appreciate you. Likewise, man. I appreciate you. Awesome, man. Thank you for having me on here. Everybody have a safe night, morning, whenever you're listening to this. Safe drive home. Fuck tell yeah. the people you be tell the people who mean something to you in your life. Tell them what they mean. Because you never know. Awesome, man. All right. Go ahead and end this shit. Yeah.